0: This is Meditations for Misfits, and I'm Fred Grewey. Welcome. In this week's Reflection, we take a look at the story of Zacchaeus the tax collector in the Gospel of St. Luke's chapter 19, and we consider what might it have meant to have been saved by Jesus. So the text that Bob read to us this morning is a famous text, From the Gospel of Luke, uh, Zacchaeus the tax collector who was really, really, really short. And so he climbed up a sycamore tree because he had heard Jesus was coming by. And like most parades, if you're really, really, really short, you can't see, so he wanted a good vantage point to see what was going on. In the middle of the parade, Jesus stops and says, Zacchaeus, I'm coming to your house today for lunch. Now, for us, several thousand years and cultures away. Later, that doesn't seem like a big deal. In that time and place, this is a huge faux pas, because Zacchaeus was a tax collector, and a tax collector, think of, uh, think of uh, Tony Soprano. The, the tax collectors were extortionists. Tax collectors betrayed their countrymen. When the Romans came in and conquered a land, The Romans didn't know who had what. They didn't know anybody. And so they would hire local people to work as tax collectors because the Romans wanted taxes. They needed an enormous amount of money to keep their huge standing army and uh, all the expenses that go with running a, a worldwide civilization. And they didn't know who had what. So they would hire out local people to rat on their kinsmen and women Saying who has who has money? Dave Thomas has got a lot of money. You want to tax him, and uh, and Greg Janke doesn't have much. Leave him alone. And so the tax collectors, the tax collectors were grousing on their 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 townspeople, and so they were hated. Nobody liked it. And the tax collectors also worked on commission, so they got a slice out of what was collected. So nobody liked them. So. For Jesus, a spiritual teacher, to go to a tax collector's house, that was unheard of. You just don't do that. And so Jesus went. And as the story unfolds, something occurred between Zacchaeus and Jesus that radically changed Zacchaeus. The text that Bob read to us says that Zacchaeus was saved, that salvation came to Zacchaeus's house. And I, I want to try to unpack a, a couple of words for you this morning. Words, as, as you may well be aware, are fluid things. They're not fixed entities. For example, Uh, This is a town of Shakespeare, and if Mike Wilkinson was teaching a class on Shakespeare and one of the texts of the Shakespeare would say, so-and-so was a gay fellow, well, we would have the knowledge of knowing that just means he's happy or joyful. That doesn't mean he's attracted to others of the same gender, the word now that we hear gay and what we think that means. So the word has changed over the years what we hear when we hear the word gay. Well, I'm going to suggest the word saved is such a word. In the time and place that Jesus used it, I don't suggest to us that Jesus meant saved the way many of our Evangelical sisters and brothers would use the word today, meaning that you have now had some experience with Jesus, and so you're not going to fry forever in an eternal hell, and you get to go to heaven. That's not what saved would have meant to Jesus and his hearers. It's a much bigger, broader term. In fact, the Greek word, because our text was originally written in Greek, the Greek word used is a word sōzo s o z o it's a verb it's pronounced s o d z o sōzo and it's used over 110 times in the Greek New Testament it's a significant word and it means it means literally saved out from over out from under rather the disharmony of not fitting in and being restored into the wholeness of God's good order by the power of God's Spirit. So here's what I'm going to suggest to us, because this really has direct implications with another biblical word that will probably send chills down your spine. It's the word sin, And people like me have stood in places like this and used that word to shame and guilt many, many people for hundreds and hundreds of years. But as I read the word sin, what I have come to understand it to mean is what our psychologists would call the human condition. And it it basically means this, that we we find ourselves estranged from this being we call God from the people living around us even from ourselves and from the world we're living in we feel like we don't fit we're estranged. where it's it's all so foreign I I, I feel like a square peg in a round hole this isn't and, and it doesn't feel safe and it's scary that's when I read the word sin, is this estrangement from God, others, myself, and all of creation. And so when I read the word sozo, as it appears in the text today, it's somehow, through what Jesus did and does, and the agency of God's Spirit, we are restored, we're estranged no longer. We're restored into the wholeness of relationship with with God, with each other, with myself, and my place on the planet, in the whole of all creation. I now fit. I'm part of it. I understand this. And for me, the evidence of what I'm suggesting to us is Zacchaeus's response. He stands up at the dinner party and says, Look, I have more than enough. I'm going to give half of what I have to the good Sam fund and to the poor because there's people in our town that don't have enough and I got plenty and if anybody if I ripped anybody off if I was unfair you come and tell me I'll give you four times whatever it was I ripped Zacchaeus now understands he's part of the whole community. He fits. These are his people. He's estranged no longer. And it's not enough for me and my household to have enough. We all need to have enough. And I'm going to make it good for everybody. That's the evidence of being sozoed, of being restored. Now, in our Christian tradition, we call that saved. In the Buddhist tradition, A similar, not the same, a similar outcome would be from having a satori, an awakening. I'm not suggesting they're the same things. They're very different. And it would be a naive uh, injustice to say that it's all the same stuff. But what I'm suggesting is it it gets to the same outcome. Having a Buddhist awakening or having a salvation experience being sozoed. You realize, I'm part of this with everybody else, and we're all in this together. And there is no distinction, black, white, gay, straight, male, female, all the other ones that I don't know the names of because I'm an old man, (laughs) Mexican-American, Jew, Palestinian, All those distinctions dissolve and melt away because we're all integrated in this world together, and I'm part of the fabric of the planet. And what I do to the planet has effects on my life and everyone else. And so we're the we 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 fit we fit. That's sozo, and I'm going to suggest that when you've been sozoed, you now have a connection with this divine being we call God. And I'm gonna to reference to you some beautiful lines from the genius of T.S. Eliot, who wrote in his Magnus Opus, The Four Quartets. There's one poem in there called "Burnt Norton. And in that poem, he writes these words. Because for me, what T.S. Eliot's getting at is what I'm trying to describe. When you're sozoed, when you're connected to the divine, you you come in contact with what T.S. Eliot calls the still point. And so here's what T.S. Eliot says. At the still point of the turning world, neither flesh nor fleshless, neither from nor towards, at the still point there the dance is but neither arrest nor movement, and do not call it fixity, where past and future are gathered, where neither movement from nor towards, neither ascent nor decline, except for the point, the still point, there would be no dance. And there is only the dance. When you've been sozo, when you're connected with the still point, you realize that all of life is a dance. All of the atoms in the universe are dancing, and you become part of that dance. You're not sitting on the outside You become part of that. You're living in it. The flow of it is moving through you. You are part of the rhythm of the universe, connected to all that is. That's being sozoed. And Jesus says at the very end of the text, Bob read to us, For this reason I came, to seek and to sozo that which was lost. May we be found.